Apart from the plant sources of drugs, what are the different other non-synthetic sources of drugs? To have a complete idea and knowledge of all, just stay akin to the art of listening for the upcoming 10 to 15 minutes. Here we go. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find, and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Today's talk takes its form as I give initial descriptions about animal sources of drugs. History is again known to witness the use of animal organs different parts for different medicinal purposes. 19th and 20th century, they were marked by extensive use of animal organ extract for the relief and cure of ailments. Today, we know that many drugs are obtained from animal sources like insulin, heparin, adrenaline, thyroid extract, thyroxine, vitamin B12 as a liver extract, antitoxic sera, well very good example is anti-snake venom, then different variety of anti-sera and vaccines like cholera, capital TAB, capital BCG, smallpox, rabies, polio, diphtheria, tetanus, sera and vaccines. Lot of hormones and vitamins have also been derived from animal sources that I've already told you. Next, I want to comment on the microorganisms like bacteria, molds and fungi as the drug sources. Yes, they are. Some life-saving drugs have their origin from the microorganisms namely penicillin from the Penicillium notatum, chloramphenicol from Streptomyces verizulae, griseofulvin, an antifungal drug from Penicillium griseofulvin, erythromycin, polymyxin B, bacitracine, nystatin, then aminoglycosides group of antibiotics from Streptomyces griseus, and neomycin from streptomyces freddy actinomycin d it's an anti-cancer drug it is also obtained from microorganisms enzymes like diastase it is obtained from fungus vaccines are obtained from microbes streptokinase it is obtained from streptococcus pyogenes then vitamin B12, that is cyanocobalamin, it is obtained from Streptomyces griseus. Well, that's a long list. 
You should be nicely hearing it, though I don't advise you to cram it up, but yes, knowledge has no bounds. So if you hear it nicely, you can at least recollect it whenever you want to. Well, that was the list for the microorganisms obtained drugs. And now next what in the list is I want to tell you about the mineral drug sources. They can be conveniently divided further as simply the mineral preparations. That's so easy. Or another one is the solid liquid forms. Now let's first of all talk about the pure mineral preparations. Through the method of the dry distillation of wood, the petroleum products they are obtained. They find use in vehicles, that's very obvious. And also on the different hand, some ointment preparations, for example, hard and soft paraffin. And if you know, and if you have heard about liquid paraffin, it's actually a purgative laxative. Now, as far as the characteristic features they are concerned, none have found to possess any sort of food value. Neither any of these shows the characteristic feature of rancidity. Got it? Now, that was all about the pure mineral preparations. Let's move over to the solid liquid preparations. As far as solid or powder preparations they are concerned, the main ones used medicinally, they are ferrous sulfate, it's used in anemia. Kaolin, that is uh, chemically aluminium silicate, it is used as adsorbent in antidiarrheal preparations. Then we have sodium bicarbonate as antacids. Then more of other antacids for your kind knowledge are aluminium hydroxide, calcium carbonate, Magnesium sulfate is used as a purgative. Now these were all about the solid or powder preparations. Uh, let's talk about the liquid ones. Very good examples to consider for this uh, particular division. They are tincture, iodine and povidone iodine solutions. Both are used as antiseptics. Okay. Some new mineral drug sources examples. I want to tell you at this particular point are the radioactive isotopes. Especially, yes, I'm talking about the iodine-131 radioactive isotope. It is used for thyroid disorders. Now, at this particular moment of time, as we are talking about the drug sources, I'll, how can we forget ourselves? Yes, human beings also become drug sources. Now, very good ones to account at this particular point are the immunoglobulins. They are obtained from the blood. Placental extracts are obtained from the placenta. Growth hormone is obtained from pituitary gland. Chorionic gonadotropin is obtained from the urine of the pregnant women. Now, in the end, let's not ignore the drugs obtained from the genetic engineering or you can say they are obtained from biotechnology. Famously, they are termed as biopharmaceuticals or simply biological agents. How many terms have I given you? I think I've given you four of them. Genetic engineering, one, then biotechnology, two, biopharmaceuticals, three, and biological agents, four. Okay, 
Genetic engineering is manipulation of the genetic stuff via the recombinant DNA technology. Actually, it's quite possible to insert the desired gene in rapidly multiplying non-pathogenic bacterial strains. And one of the examples I want to give here is of the E. coli K12. Very good examples of such drugs, biopharmaceuticals or biological agents obtained from the method of genetic engineering or biotechnology are Humulene, humulene you have heard, human insulin. Then second I want to tell you about human erythropoietin. It is used to enhance the RBC production. Then next I want to tell you about Recombinax HB, that is hepatitis B vaccine. That was all about the genetic engineering part. Let's talk about some other technique. Hybridoma technique. Yes, it's also one of the techniques used in biotechnology. It is used to produce monoclonal antibodies. Now, one of the concept is if the protein therapeutics is much in vogue nowadays and that is used to design specific customized proteins. That is also a part of biotechnology or genetic engineering. Good gracious learning. That's really much for today. A lot of bombardment of information. The news is that in my good knowledge, I have told you, well, I don't boast off, but I've told you all. Yes, quite a lot about the known sources of drugs. I still need to comment a few furnishing things about drug nature, but not for today. Yeah, that's the happy news. So, yes, I am done for today's talk. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.ispharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, drug information and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They are all with the same name, Is Pharmacology Difficult? If you're listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.